Morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blink, a daily podcast where I talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Baines. I am your host. It is Monday, December 19th, episode number 609. Coming to you from my wonderful hometown of Sherwood, Oregon, this morning. Had an amazing, great weekend with the family. Christmas last night, celebrating our Christmas with the all of the cousins and grandma and grandchildren and just uh, amazing to see uh, how how wonderful each and every one of these uh, grandchildren have turned out uh, all all growing up now each and every one of them so really really great to catch up with everybody uh, and uh, just a, a good time had by all last night Let's get into the sports of it. Anybody watch the World Cup yesterday? Wow, what a game. Actually got up a little bit early before all the NFL started, 7 o'clock, and, uh, and took part in a soccer game, a soccer game for the ages. Looked like uh, Argentina had this thing wrapped up at 2-0 two, two uh, going into, uh, it had to be at least the 75th minute, <clears throat> and... Uh, all of a sudden, France knocks in penalty kick, two to one. Then a little over 90 seconds later, uh, another one goes in for the 2-2 tie. They go to extra time, play through the uh, the first half of extra time, the first 15 minutes, uh, no score. And then with uh, <laughs> just about, uh, about five minutes left in the second extra period, uh, the overtime, uh, Argentina knocks one in, takes the lead. Looks like it's over, four to, or three to two, and then uh, just a couple minutes later, France another penalty knocks that in for the three-three tie. They go to the shootout, which I don't like. By the way, I'm going to continue to rail against this. I do not think this is the way um, that these games should be handled. Hockey doesn't do it this way. Soccer shouldn't either. When it gets to the playoffs, these important games, let them decide it on the field, not any gadgety goofy penalty kicks uh, should have really been over in the first first on the first goal by Argentina should be a sudden death uh, in my opinion but that's not how they do it go to the shootout and Argentina dominates the shootout and wins the World Cup Lionel Messi gets his first uh, the 35 year old uh, had said going in that this would be his last but we'll see now uh, hedging a little bit uh, that he might come back and try it again in four years at 39. We'll see. We'll see if he can pull that one off. But uh, quite uh, quite the event, the World Cup. <clears throat> so they wrap that up. That is over. Now we have nothing to focus on but fantasy football. 
in the remainder of the season. Uh, things got shaken up a little bit, especially in the AFC yesterday, but uh, or and Saturday. We can't forget Saturday. We had some games <laughs> on Saturday that were kind of uh, well, at least two of them were were pretty darn wild. Uh, the middle one, you know. Hopefully you were <clears throat> like me. We're traveling. You were on the road. Didn't have to waste a whole lot of time on that one. But uh, the first one, wow. When I left work uh, Saturday morning, the Vikings were down 33 to nothing at halftime uh, to the Colts. And that is where the fun began. They just scored and scored and scored. Uh, ended up outscoring the Colts 39 to 3 from there on out uh, to claim the victory. 39-36, Kirk Cousins, 34 of 54. 460 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. He really uh, was minus fantasy points in the first half and ends up uh, maybe winning a week for you. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 17 carries, 95 yards, four catches, 95 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, had the nice, the amazing 64-yard yard catch and run uh, to tie the thing up, going to send it into overtime. K.J. Osborne was awesome 10 for 157 and one uh justin jefferson just does his thing basically shut out in the first half and he comes back with 12 catches for 123 yards and a touchdown Uh, adam thielen three catches for 41 and a touchdown Uh, the only the only real uh guy of sorry guy of uh any relevance on the other side michael Pittman was 10 for 60 the the defense did a lot of the work for Indianapolis in the first half, um, and then the second half, they just didn't do anything. Jonathan Taylor goes out after basically the first first play. He caught a pass, went for 13 yards, uh, ran a play down near the red zone, uh, got tackled, and left with what they're calling now a high ankle sprain, and we have seen the last of, uh, of Jonathan Taylor for this season, especially for the fantasy season and more than likely for the regular season. And uh, at this point, kind of good riddance. He's been, um, you know, he was the number one pick for most leagues in fantasy overall. And he has been nothing short of a complete bust this year. Just has not been healthy for most of the year. And when he has, he hasn't done a whole lot. Maybe had two games uh, where you were happy with the output that you got from him. So, uh, yeah, chalk it up to... uh, that's the way football goes. Hopefully he spends the off season, gets healthy again. <clears throat> this is a guy that uh, we've been able to count on for years uh, to be injury free and just do go out and do his thing. And it just wasn't happening for Jonathan Taylor this year. So Arriva Derchi, my friend, uh, we will see you next year. Uh, the second game, the Browns 13, the Ravens three. This one was kind of ugly all the way. The only two guys that we can mention stat-wise that did anything for you, uh, Nick Chubb, 21 carries, 99 yards, of course, left you uh, one yard short of the bonus that you needed, um, and you were disappointed. No touchdowns there. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, 13 carries, like 125 yards. Again, another really good week out of him production-wise, uh, efficiency-wise. Imagine if this guy could get you know, 25 carries uh, if the – if the Ravens would ever do that. So uh, good, good outing for Dobbins, 13 for 125. Uh, Browns get the win. 
uh, muddies the waters a little bit for in the AFC. Again, bring some teams back in uh, that were felt to be out, and it uh, you know vaulted the Cincinnati Bengals into the driver's seat in that division. Uh, and then the nightcap did not get to see any of this. I uh, when it went with the uh, with my mother and son to the symphony. Amazing. Got to see uh, uh, Elf. Uh, quite the concept. It was uh, Elf the movie, and then the uh, the Oregon Symphony played the score to Elf uh, while the movie was playing. Uh, and the conductor, the conductor uh, was none other than I'm looking it up right here. Uh, none other than John Debney, who actually wrote the original score uh, for Elf. So he was there to conduct the Oregon Symphony, and it was really, really cool to uh, to see Elf in that setting. Um, you you could not literally could not tell that it was not the regular the regular movie because the symphony played so well and in tune with the movie. It was very cool, uh, but did not get to see a, a second of the Bills Miami game. In fact, the cell phones were not working at all for whatever reason in these venues even though you appear to have a signal uh you cannot get anything to load on your phones uh i think they might just do that on purpose to jam things up and so you put your phones away so i did but the bills 32 the the miami dolphins 29 josh allen 25 of 40 304 yards four touchdowns no interceptions and also had 10 carries for 77 yards so if you were uh fretting about playing, whether you're playing Josh Allen or not, uh, hopefully you played him because he did it. Uh, Dawson Knox really was the only other fantasy-relevant player. Uh, you were disappointed with Stephen Diggs and, and those guys, Gabriel Davis. Uh, but Knox was 6 for 98 and a touchdown, and at the tight end position, uh, you can win weeks on that alone. Raheem Mostert on the other side of the ball, 17 carries, 136 yards. Uh, Tyreek Hill was nine catches for 69 and a touchdown. Jalen Waddell uh, bounced back after a couple tough weeks. Three catches, 114 yards, and a touchdown for him in a absolute blizzard, it sounded like, uh, in this one. But Bills get the win. Uh, it, it, again, Miami's in the playoffs today if they started today, but they are uh, moving in the wrong direction and uh, are going to need to start winning some games there. The Sunday game started off with the Saints – Taking on the Fal- Falcons, the Saints 21, the Falcons 18. Alvin Kamara was 21 of 91 uh, for 91 on the ground, two for 13 in the air. So this dude named Shahid, again, was the leading receiver for the Saints. Maybe he should be picked up, I don't know, uh, three catches, 95 yards. Juwan Johnson uh, did it to me in KFL, four catches, 67 yards, and two touchdowns for him. Uh, Desmond Ritter in his debut. As a quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons, uh, not great. 13 for 26, 97 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, kept him kind of in the game. Falcons couldn't pull it out in the end. Tyler Algier was uh, was on fire, 17 carries, 139 yards and a touchdown. And Drake London was your leading receiver, 7 for 70 in the loss for the Falcons. Uh, Steelers, 24. Panthers, 16. Najee Harris, 24 carries, 86 yards. And a touchdown. Nothing in the passing game, though. This, you know, this is concerning with Najee Harris because last year that's what you got, right? With with Big Bandit quarterback, you got uh, lots and lots of receptions 
from Najee Harris, and you're just not seeing any of it this year. It was uh, Mitch Trubisky throwing the ball. Uh, he got to De- Deontay Johnson at 10 for 98. And the only fantasy-relevant – Deontay Foreman, thanks a lot. Uh, the only fantasy-relevant guy on uh, the Carolina Panthers was D.J. Moore, 5 for 73 and a touchdown. Yeah, thank you, Deontay Foreman. Ten carries for nine yards. I'll get to that in a minute. <clears throat> uh, Eagles, 25. Bears, 20. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 22 for 37. 315 yards. He had no touchdowns, two interceptions. However, on the ground, he was 17 for 63 with three rushing touchdowns, which, you know, killed your Miles Sanders shares. Thank you, Miles Sanders, for eliminating me from the guillotine this week. That's right. Couldn't couldn't make it an all-Banes final. Man, sorry, guys. I, I blew it. Team did not come through. Had uh, about five other running backs I could have played instead. Instead of Miles Sanders. He had been on such a heater, though. I couldn't couldn't resist putting him in, in what should have been a good matchup. Was not. A.J. Brown, nine catches, 181 yards. Uh, Devontae Smith, five catches, <clears throat> 126. On the other side, Justin Fields was 14 for 21, 152 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 15 carries, 95 yards on the ground. Another good week for him. Uh, David Montgomery, 12 carries, 53 yards and a touchdown, three catches, 38 yards and a touchdown. Ah, There's another guy I could have put in instead of Miles Sanders. Probably would have been a different outcome. Uh, Chiefs 30, Texans 24 in overtime. These Texans just keep giving teams fits. Uh, They are not giving up. We'll give them that. Uh, Mahomes, wow, 36 of 41. That's five incompletions out of 41 passes. It's amazing. 336 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He also had five carries for 33 yards and a touchdown. Travis Kelsey, 10 catches, 105 yards. Juju Smith-Schuster, 10 catches for 88. Jarek McKinnon, again. Wow, he's going to be a league winner. Watch this guy. 10 catches, or sorry, 10 carries, 52 yards and a touchdown. Eight catches, 70 yards and a touchdown. Wow. He's going to be your RB1. Uh, in the stretch, in the playoffs. You watch. This guy's lighting it up right now. Jaguars 40, Cowboys 34 in overtime. Trevor Lawrence keeps going, 27 for 42, 318 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Travis Etienne showed up finally again, 19 carries, 103 yards, two catches for 24. Another guy could have played over Miles Sanders. Uh, Zay Jones, six catches, 109 yards, three Count him three touchdowns for Zay Jones. He has four all year. He had three yesterday. Uh, or four, yeah, five all year. Four in the last two weeks, three yesterday. Kirk, six for 92. Evan Ingram uh, followed up his monster performance with a decent eight for 62. On the Dallas side, the only person really that you were happy with was CeeDee Lamb at seven for 126. Uh, The Lions win another one, six out of seven. They are in the playoff hunt here. They are right there, 20 to 17 over the Jets. Wasn't a great matchup. Wasn't a great day for anyone fantasy-wise. Amon Ross, St. Brown, seven for 76 was the best that you got on the Detroit side. And Garrett Wilson, four for 98 was the best that you got on the Jets side of the ball. In the crappy game of the week, uh, the Broncos 24, the Cardinals 15. 
there was way too much of this game on the red zone. Uh, sitting with gridirons yesterday watching the game, we were constantly commenting about um, why we had to be subjected to the pain of this Broncos-Cardinals game. Con- James Conner, 16 for 63 and one, three catches for 28. Latavius Murray, wow, league winner this week. 24 carries, 130 yards, and a touchdown. Jerry Judy, 7 for 76. In the wild finish of the week, the Raiders 30, the Patriots 24, Josh Jacobs 22 for 93, 2 for 17. And, yeah, the disappointment of the week right here. Ramondre Stevenson, questionable all week, practiced one time on Friday. Damian Harris coming back from injury. Uh, Two more running backs, Strong and Harris, both looked pretty good in the previous week. So what do I do? Of course I'm not going to play Ramondre Stevenson in a great matchup against the Raiders because he probably won't get the touches he needs to be relevant. Wrong. 19 carries, 172 yards, and a touchdown. He had two catches for minus four yards. Would have been the difference. Would have beaten the squatch in the KFL had I made the right play. Played Ramondre instead of Deonta Foreman. Totally blew it. Totally lost the matchup. Totally out of the playoffs in the KFL. So there you go, Squatch. You get the win. Uh, that one's on me. And uh, suckity suck. I could have also played him in insane. Fortunately, didn't need him. But uh, would have boosted my score by a good 20, 20 points or so in that league. Uh, Raiders get the win 30-24 to 24 on one of the wildest plays. This thing was headed for overtime. Patriots decide we'll play it. We'll throw, we'll go one more play, right? We'll run Stevenson out here. He runs out, tosses it back to Jacoby Myers, who then tosses it back to, oh yeah, Chandler Jones of the Raiders. Runs over the top of Mac Jones with the interception, runs it into the end zone. Game over. Raiders win. Patriots now out of the playoff picture uh, for this week, at least. Chargers 17, Titans 14. Chargers tried to give this one away. <clears throat> Not a real exciting game uh, from a fantasy perspective. Jo- Justin Herbert was 28 of 42, 313 yards, but uh, no touchdowns, two interceptions. Keenan Allen, 8 for 86. And uh, Derrick Henry, 21 for a 104 and one, also had four catches for 59. Uh, Chargers get the win on a Dicker, Dicker the kicker field goal at the end and boost themselves right up into the playoffs at 8-6. and six. So we'll see if they can hang on in the weeks to come and find their way into the playoffs. If they get healthy, they could be uh, somebody that no one wants to see uh, for sure because they're playing better football now. Defense seems to be coming together. Uh, offense still a little sputtery, but, you know, maybe they'll figure that out. Bengals 34, Bucks 23. This one also killed me in two leagues, KFL. In the in the uh, guillotine, both Joe Burrow was awful in the first quarter. The Bengals were awful in the fir- first half, and then they turned it on as they do. Jamar Chase seven for sixty and one. Chris Godwin eight for eighty three and one. Evans five for eighty three. Gage eight for fifty nine and two. Burrow had four touchdowns, and that was the difference in both of those matchups for me, the KFL, and in the guillotine. Uh, in the nightcap, didn't get to see any of this one. Uh, was hanging out with the family. We weren't, we weren't watching the football game. 20-12, to 12, the Giants over the Manders. 
Saquon Barkley did just enough to beat me in KFL. 18 carries, 87 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, five catches for 33. And Jahan Dotson, four catches for 105 and a touchdown for the losing Commanders. Puts the Giants in the driver's seat for that playoff spot. Commanders still have an outside shot, but uh, going to be harder for them at this point to get in. So we will see how the rest of the year plays out. I know there's a lot of games left in inner division in that one, starting with the Eagles at the Cowboys uh, next week. So uh, we'll see how those play out. We have the Green Bay Packers and the uh, tonight is Green Bay and the Rams in Green Bay. should be a cold one, but I think cold but dry, I believe. Uh, and the Packers trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. I want them to keep their playoff hopes alive because I need uh, Aaron Rodgers to be relevant and motivated and with his head in the game because I'm going to need him big time next week against the Dolphins as I move to the semifinals in Insane and Kyler Murray is no more. So there is that. All right, that's going to do it for me. I'm going to get on the road, head back home today, and uh, you know, fight my way over the mountain. Hopefully there's not uh, too much snow awaiting me there. And uh, we'll get back to the, to the great city of Bend, Oregon. Uh, tonight, tomorrow, I don't know what, what this is going to look like. i got to work tomorrow morning and not super conducive to getting a lot of recording done early. So it might be a, a later recording tomorrow. It might be tonight. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see uh, how, how things shake out and how they play out. But I'll get you I'll get you your blink. Don't worry. I'll make it happen uh, one way or another. But, uh, yeah, until then, enjoy your day. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. And we'll talk to you tomorrow for the Fantasy Blink. I am the Commish, and I am over and out.